Hello. Hey, I'm Ashley. And I'm Tania. You're listening to another episode of You I Do. The podcast that says your bridal party needs to change out them heels and put on some flats so they could get to work and not what you're thinking. had a good conversation today about the true work that goes into being a part of the bridal party or the wedding party. Um, We had a really, really experienced guest on the show that knows all about that life. She broke everything down for you. She gave you the reasons as to why you need to choose the right groomsman or bridesmaid for the party, but then also she breaks down the task. So if you ever wondered why, what, and how your bridesmaids need to act (laughs) to get the job done, then this episode is for you. Yes. So y'all will enjoy this episode because we did. We truly did. And, you know, it just gave me, which I'm pretty sure that you all will find out later on after the wedding or my wedding, you know, find out exactly what I did to help prepare my bridesmaids. Yes. We'll tell you all about it later. (laughs) You got it. (laughs) It's go time. Mm -hmm. So when did weddings start costing more than a Prius, y'all? And how do you cut wedding costs without it looking like a sad little graduation party? Well, you can automatically cut your floral budget by over 50% by DIYing your wedding flowers with Flower Moxie. Flower Moxie is a DIY flower company that ships all over the U.S. They sell gorgeous wholesale flowers that you can build yourself in only a couple of days before your wedding. We're talking about bouquets, flower arches, centerpieces they got a tutorial for everything okay so the tricky parts like quantities color palettes and floor recipes are all figured out for you they have over 40 collections to choose from it's kind of like blue apron but for flowers also they have such a fun inclusive brand and their website literally says things like we won't leave you with your boobs flapping in the wind i mean How can you not want to exchange BFF necklaces instantly? So if you want to cut your flower budget in half, double your bragging rights, and create the absolute best wedding memories by building your bouquets with your bridesmaids, order your DIY flowers from Flower Moxie by going to flowermoxie.com slash do. And you get free shipping when you spend $500 or more. You also get access to their DIY masterclass and customer-only tutorials. Fancy. Hello again, Hubus. We have a very special guest on the show with us tonight. Guest, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Alexis. I am the founder and CEO of A Part of the Party, and I am a wedding party coach. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Thank you for coming on the show. A wedding party coach. I know. It's like, (laughs) if I could go back in time, probably would have helped you out a lot, Tania. 
Uh oh yes, me and your party, yes. Yes, I think it would have helped me out. <laughs> I was gonna say, no, your party is like really easygoing. Yeah. My party, no. Your would... your party responds to text. My party does not. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, literally I um I wrote like this long I mean, I guess it was a letter, basically, but it was like the first thing you will answer all the text messages. If the maid of honor or matron of honor <laughs> reaches out to you, you need to respond back to them. I don't mm-hmm. care if it's like, you know, if you give them 24 hours or whatever, you just need to respond because it's just so rude if you do not respond. It like is. But you know what? <laughs> we're not going there. Well, maybe we will go there, but we're not going just there right a little now. Bit. Yeah, we're not going there right now. But anyways. Yes. Yes. So Alexis, where are you located? I am um, located in Chicago, Illinois. Um, okay. I, Although I'm based here, I do travel um, to do this work. So yeah, I'm everywhere. <laughs> but I'm based in Chicago. Okay. Okay. Good to know. So what made you create a part of the party? So similar to what you just (laughs) said about your experience, um, I'm not married, but I have literally been dealing with weddings, whether I was a part of the party or Mm -hmm. I was a guest, obviously, and or um, planning weddings. And for over 13 plus years now. And so what I found was that there was a gap. You know, mm-hmm. so we had the reception, we had the ceremony on lock, but the wedding party participants were not quite where they needed to be. Um, and so, yeah, I just found myself standing in the gap a lot of times at weddings um, to kind of pull it together and help make sure that the the couple wasn't overwhelmed by their wedding party participants' um, lack of participation or follow through, et cetera. And so. Yeah, I, again, have been doing it unofficially for over like 13 years, decided like, okay, enough is enough. Let me start the business. And so I will say I was supposed to start five years ago, but got kind of like just caught up in in, in corporate, if you will, in my day to day life and mm-hmm. did not take time to do it. And so here I am um, 13 years later. And yeah, it's a part of the party. <laughs> wow. wow. Well, okay. Definitely need it. But can I just say, and I know the listeners, they're not going to be able to tell. You're talking about 13 years. You look like you're like 25. What are we talking about? I'm like, bless your heart. (laughs) Bless your heart. No, ma'am. I'm I'm close to 40. I'm I'm knocking 40. (laughs) Where? Well, well, you look like you in your 20s. So yes. thank you. <laughs> like yes. you graduated college like maybe a couple years ago. Like, no, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Time. Thank you. I'll just say that. Um, <laughs> I'll say the secret is probably my Fenty. <laughs> but um, and yeah, trying to just woosa for real. That's and real. I, yeah. Allow life to kind of like take a huge toll on me but thank you that's real okay (laughs) well before we start talking all about the roles and responsibilities and really what the bridal party is supposed to be doing or the wedding party um we're gonna play a quick game of this or that which everyone loves this or that of course um you pick between option a or option b and you just tell us why 
So because you're our special guest, we will start out with you and then it'll be Tania's turn. Then we'll circle back. So as always, or most times, we have four rounds. So to start and trying to stick with the theme here, would you prefer to be the one responsible for coming up with games for the bridal shower? Or would you rather be responsible for like picking up and like selecting the cake for the shower? I'm definitely planning the games. Um, okay. I So a part of the party, it's, it's just so natural for me because being a part of the party, I've also host. And so I love doing that, right? So that's running the games, um, getting the folks engaged and definitely just, you know, getting into the actual festivity itself. So it's, it's definitely hosting the games for me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Tania, what about you? Um, I'm definitely going to host a game and probably come up with an original game, you know, very similar okay. like I did with yours, you know. I love a good game and... Oh, okay. I do. I do too, but... <laughs> I like a good interactive game. Let me just say that. Okay. Yes. So, yeah. It's important. <laughs> yeah, so I'll go pick up the cake, but, you know, but yeah, but I'll go ahead and, you know, plan and host a game. So you're basically saying both. Yeah, both. But, you know, whatever they need me to do, but I'll come up with a game. I feel okay. like I'm good at that. Okay. I felt like there was some shade behind the. There wasn't shade. <laughs> like There wasn't shade there. Okay. All right. Okay. Dang. <laughs> I agree. I you like a good game the too. Cake too though. <laughs> right. There is value there. Like, oh, yes, there is. Oh, y- oh yeah. Like. You got to make sure you get the right amount of like, you know, the cake big enough. You can't be doing like mm-hmm. a four by six or like a four <laughs> or six inch type of, you know, that's, that's, that's petite. That's like for one person. You know, all I got to do is call Shanae and she got it. So you're right. I'm not worried true. about that's, the cake. <laughs> that's a plug right there. Desserts by Dion, everyone. Okay. Round two. <laughs> Would you prefer to be the one decorating the bride's room for her bachelorette? Or would you prefer to be the designated driver because Uber prices and all that were too expensive? So y'all just got a rental. So <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> Let's think about this. Um, I'm going to go ahead and be, I'm going to be the designated driver. Um, okay. Decor. I mean, I can, I will, but it's not my favorite thing to do. I'm definitely the person that want to make sure that everything runs smoothly. So part of running smoothly is making sure that the bride arrives safely to her destination. And so, yeah. And then cost effectiveness is important too, right? So definitely want to keep that in mind. So yeah, it's out. I'll, I'll drive. <laughs> okay. Good point. Good point. Tania. So I would rather decorate the room um, just because, okay. you know, I was DD all throughout college, undergrad, and low-key, I feel like I still am, um, even though we're not outside right now. So, but yeah, I, yeah, I feel like I would rather decorate. Okay. It could be um, fun. Now that I think about it, it's, it's fun. Yeah. yeah decorating is fun. Yeah. And, and I need to be creative and stuff. Yeah. And I can't decorate and drive. No. Mm-mm. 
I mean, <laughs> in this party, no, it has to be one or the other. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> okay. So I would probably want to decorate more so than being the DD, but I would probably be the DD because I don't drink, but it depends on how drunk everyone else is because then <laughs> that could just be annoying. <laughs> yes. And a disaster. <laughs> exactly. It, yeah. Exactly. Okay. So switching to more, slightly more serious sort of kind of roles. But anyway, so would you prefer to have the wedding day duty that is keeping everybody on the dance floor or the wedding day duty that is making sure people use the photo booth? Hmm. I'm going to keep the party going. I definitely want to be the person to keep the folks on the dance floor. Yeah, that's that's huge, right? Like everyone, once you get past the ceremony part and the dinner and the cake and all, it's time to dance. Everybody on a dance floor. Let's do it. Let's have a great time. Let's celebrate. So yeah, dance floor duty for me, it is. (laughs) Okay, good. What about you, Tania? I think the photo booth option. Yeah, I think that's more, I mean, dance floor too, but but in this case, I'll be I'll be at the photo booth and, you know, I'll help get people to it and assist with making them smile. And mm-hmm. you can so are you like dancing this. by the photo booth? I'm just curious. <laughs> oh, wait, dan- that's a good oh. question. Am I dancing by the photo booth? Yeah. just mm-hmm. out of- <laughs> uh, Sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> you don't think for sure. It's okay. Right. Smiles. <laughs> Smile and nod. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> that is funny. Uh, I would probably, uh, I don't know. It depends on if the DJ is good. If the DJ is mm-hmm. good, I'll be dance floor duty. If yeah. not, I'll be photo booth duty because that is one thing I regret not making like more people go to the photo booth and mm. like get photos. Like but we I have feel to- like there was quite there were a lot of people who did it. I do yes. feel that way. They did, but also the way they started the photo booth, I feel like a lot of people did it during cocktail hour, but they messed it up during cocktail hour where like it didn't quite spin all the way around. So it just like caught people kind of a little bit and then it was slow down. And if it were two people, you didn't really see the second person. Mm. So I kind of wish they were like, Hey, it's been updated. Could have told Torin and then could have made an announcement, had more people go back and do it again. Gotcha. But, mm, that wasn't something I really realized until after. Yeah. Yeah. So make sure that's not the case for you but yeah all right last round so wedding day duty would you prefer to have or be responsible for cleaning the get ready suites at the end of the night and by cleaning i mean really just grabbing all the stuff and making sure that the bride slash groom or bride bride groom groom whomever didn't leave their stuff in their room or are you going to be responsible for getting everybody breakfast in the morning? The whole wedding party. Oh, 
okay. Mm-hmm. I would definitely make sure that the that the room is ready. I understand the assignment, right? Making sure it's together. They're, you know, ready to enjoy their evening there versus, you know, dealing with the whole wedding party. You're talking about dietary restrictions, people's preferences, all the other stuff. Yeah, I would rather not deal with all of that. So, yeah, getting the bridegroom couple room ready. That's for me. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, this is hard. I wouldn't mind being the person to pick up the food, to be honest. If I prepared in advance, then I could just place the order and then just go to each place and pick everything up. But I don't know. It, it all depends on which party I'm in and who's <laughs> there. Like, like who all going to be there? <laughs> because, <laughs> because I want to make sure that it gets done. You know, like I want to make sure that the rooms also get done. So it all depends on the people. That's going to be there. Mm, Very good answer. Um, I would say the same. Like, this may even be an option where it's both. Like, I mean, or maybe, like, if I'm not picking up the breakfast, I'm making sure everybody has their breakfast order in. So put your breakfast order in the night before, two nights before, whatever, so that... Whoever it is, I got to run and pick all that up in the morning. They already know what it is. Don't change your mind. You know, like make up your mind beforehand, before the middle of the week, because that's just one less thing we need to stress about Mm -hmm. as we get closer to the day. But at the same time, I don't want you leaving anything. I don't want anything, you know, at the end of the night, you going back and you like that, you shouldn't even be thinking about nothing, you know, like either you're drunk or maybe you're getting it in or maybe you're sleep. <laughs> exactly. Either one, <laughs> you shouldn't be worried about what is or isn't at the venue. So I would probably just be both. But if I had to pick one or the other, it would be the end of the night. Cause I feel like that's more important than the breakfast, like having yeah. a particular order in as long as food's there, whatever, we're going to figure it out. But yeah. If the stuff's left at the end of the night, that's important. Yeah. I didn't think about like if they order the food in advance, you know. Yeah, that's a thing to too. Kind of like comb through everyone's order preferences, et cetera. So, mm-hmm. but the room got to be right though. The room exactly. has to be. Right. It has to be. Like, and we could do like a DoorDash or Uber Eats or something true. where you do the group order. So everyone just true. gets the link, they put in what they want, and then. Okay, it's placed by whatever time, you know? So, listeners, just know that, like, the responsibilities of the wedding party are just so much more than decorating. Yes. Coming up with a place to go, to, you know, bachelorette location. Posing for pictures. Posing for <laughs> pictures. Like, there is work. Yeah work and so the timing of us having this conversation and even like us being connected was perfect because right after my wedding which was the end of November Tania was like there is a lot that I did not know there is a (laughs) lot we need to talk about because my feet still hurt (laughs) yeah (laughs) and I didn't realize how much work was also required nobody really gave us that heads up so hopefully the listeners are like all the way clued in because look if you've already made your 
mind up on like these are the people in my wedding party blah 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 they need to know that they got some work to do and so that is what we are about to talk about so Tania you could take it away all right so traditionally what are the responsibilities of the wedding party so traditionally you want your wedding party to be individuals who are going to one provide that emotional support for you, right? I think that is so huge and often missed by people who are participating in weddings. And so that's huge. So from day one of saying, okay, I opt to be a part, um, they too should be opting to be ready to be emotionally supportive to the couple. Um, And I, I say couple because I know a lot of emphasis is always placed on the bride, but the groom kind of need someone there in their corner as well. So I I definitely use the term bride, but I also would say couple to be inclusive of the male figure in this space. So that's one thing. Um, the other thing is just really being ready to like be any and everything the couple needs you to be because you just never really know what exactly will come up. There may be something small as, you know, oh, could you go pick up the, the broom or pick up this or pick up whatever it is, just really being ready and available to run any necessary errands for the couple. And that's before the wedding, that's during the wedding. There are some things after the wedding that needs to happen. You know, we'll get to that, I think, at some point, just talking through that. But yeah, just kind of really being that person that's ready to kind of shake and move in any way needed for that couple. Traditionally as well, helping to keep a smile on their face, you know, laughing with them, keeping them calm, keeping them collected. You never know what can be triggering for a bride more so than a groom, uh, but could be a groom too. And so that moment where the the wedding party participants see and kind of senses this, they need to be ready to respond and to try to really try to keep that bride or that groom really calm, help them to think about the pleasant things of the wedding, right? And not just what that the issue may be in that particular moment. Yeah, just also, you know, and that's traditionally, right? But then, you know, if we think about some more of the common things or more modern things, you know, you're definitely looking at like, you know, planning the bridal festivities or planning the bachelor party, all of that. That's very important. When I say plan, I'm not just saying sit around and just pick a date and think everything mysteriously is going to happen far as logistics with that, because that has happened too. (laughs) That's another story where I saw, they were like, oh yes, you know, we're going to just do it this date. Get closer to the date what's happening do we have a venue do we have we sent out invites do we even know who should be invited so yes it's more than just saying oh yes I will participate and this is the date so planning from a to z and then I would even say thinking about being the day of the wedding the the wedding party should really be like the gatekeeper right for the couple no one should be able to get to the couple unless they've gone through the bridesmaid or the groomsmen. And I'm going to take it a step further and say, I don't really care who you are. You won't get to the bride or groom because yeah, I'm the person that's making sure that everything is is handled decent and in order. So yeah, those are just some of the traditional things that wedding parties should definitely be doing as they have opted to be a part of this big day for the couple. Good point. Yep. I wholeheartedly agree. (laughs) <laughs> they need to be doing all that and then some I, exactly <laughs> so much more i mean i can go on and on like you know i you need to even have phones like there should be no one calling they should not even have their cell phones because 
and this is the day of because yeah. people are bombarding them in so many different ways, whether it's, you know, folks saying congratulations, can't wait to see you. People are probably calling to say, hey, can't make it. You know, that can be very discouraging, you know, and I that my day I listen for my day. My people already know. Listen, <laughs> I'm not having it. This <laughs> right. is what's going to happen. Right. That's another story. We're not talking about that. But yeah, just <laughs> kind of really helping to safeguard that their moment, you know, and moment, yeah. I, I would say. And so that's all a part of it. Even making sure I know we talked about this or that, but the food, like I've seen instances where brides went all day without even eating because no one thought to say, Here's some, make sure you eat because right. you know, we have a long way before we get to the reception. Little things like that. They need to be mindful of those very things. And yes, participating and enjoying the moment, but understand they have a role and they have yeah. a responsibility at the same time. So um, that's, you know, just some of the things. There are a plethora more, but this podcast will not allow <laughs> for all that <laughs> the time, I would say. <sighs> One day and... I mean, I don't know if she's actually listening, but basically I was in a party and, you know, everyone was hungry. And like one of, I think the maid of honor was like, oh, like we want to order some pizza, but who's going to pay for it? Uh-uh. <laughs> and like, and like the whole room got quiet. And so I was wow. like, okay, well, I'll pay for it, you know, like, but That's I think they were expecting the bride to pay for it. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. (laughs) And so, yes, I should have definitely mentioned that. Bride should not be paying for anything pertaining to things that are to celebrate her or to be, um, you know, just in that moment. Like, absolutely not. Yes, there's there's a huge financial piece that comes along with this as well. Um, Yes. But definitely, those are just some of the traditional things I I kind of laid out there mm-hmm. if you can't afford to be in a wedding say no oh yeah oh yeah definitely mm-hmm. I I <laughs> I believe that a couple should definitely lay out their expectations first yeah. and then go into the whole asking the party would you be a part because some people just get caught up in being asked to be a part but they really don't know what they're committing to and so they need a coach you know, but <laughs> to really help them understand that. But I would say the the couple has to be mindful that a lot of their people may not understand the assignment and and may not financially be able to afford the assignment, too. That's another thing. So it's twofold. So communicating those things in advance, then saying, would you be a part? My day wouldn't be complete without you by my side, you know, all of that. Go there after that, because yeah, you and you and if people are truthfully going to be honest with themselves, um, and I would hope that that would be the case. Couples should hope that their people will want the best for them. That they would say, you know, thanks so much, but unfortunately, this time is not good for me. I would definitely be at the wedding. You know, I support your love, but I can't commit to being a part. Like that's 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 very that that's huge. That's huge. Yeah, I agree. So are there any wedding party activities that can get the entire party, whether it's everybody or at least like each respective side, getting them all on the same page? Absolutely. Absolutely. So part of wedding party coaching, it's really helping to build camaraderie, right? With amongst the the party, you have 
you have people that are a part of a wedding that are from different walks of life, right? So you may have met this person in college. The other one is a grandma school or childhood friend. You have the best man who may have been, again, a childhood friend, but the groomsmen are college buddies or fraternity or whatever. So you have a whole bunch of different people that are from different walks of life coming together to celebrate this couple. And so it's very important to take time to build camaraderie amongst them. And so some of those activities that I usually do and recommend definitely includes obviously icebreakers, right? So finding out who's who in the room. Okay. How are you connected to the bride or groom? And then from there, really looking at games that's going to help to get them, you know, building that, that, that team, those team building skills. And Mm -hmm. so some things that I usually do, it's like battle of the sexes. So we start there just kind of like having the bridesmaids to kind of like come up to kind of like find ways to beat the groomsmen, you know, through different, different types of um, activities. So that can be tug of war, you know, if it's nice out (laughs) and this is all pre COVID too, but there are some variations of things that we can do there. I also do like, which is one of my favorites. I like a rap battle. So like the, the bridesmaids kind of come up with, you know, a rap based off of so many words, the groomsmen do it. And then they kind of like just bounce it off each other, but just really having them to mesh together as a bride's, bridal party and then obviously the groomsmen and then from there um, we look at just things that are more things that they can do together so just really doing a lot of things that help them to identify their 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 similarities so there are different games that I I would do with them for that Um, for example one of them is saying you know kind of stand up if you grew up in Chicago you know and so you kind of see who's all from Chicago and then another one can be you know oh stand up if you like to travel and so kind of that kind of brings out different things similarities that they have and it kind of become a talking point and so now after the game is over you have this groomsman talking to you know this bridesmaid you know saying oh you like to travel where have you traveled to you know and so they began to kind of really understand and identify with one another based off of their similarities ultimately so those are just some of the things um there are a plethora of different things that I would can do and will do but um yeah, that's just, those are just some to help get everyone on the same page. I like that last one. You know, that's how your single friend and the single guy, that's how they meet. And then that's how they end up, you know, yep. together. And yes, you know, end up at another <laughs> wedding the following year. So, yeah. Yeah, oh, I like that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> Leave and no that one behind. More time than not. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so... <laughs> How do you like align budget and expectations between, say, the bride and her party and all the party together, like for these kind of like ancillary events like the bridal shower and the bachelorette and anything else that comes up between the engagement and the wedding? So it's important from and I I alluded to this a little earlier, but um, definitely for that that couple to communicate what the expectations would be from day one um, before even asking their their party to be a part. And in doing that comes the fact that there will be a financial commitment. Now, how much of a commitment may not be known at that exact moment because, you know, maybe we don't know how much the bridal gowns are going to be, or the the dresses are going to be, or um, if we're going to do a bridal shower, bachelor party, we don't know those numbers just yet, but really communicating upfront that there will be a financial commitment. And 
if the bride or groom are very clear, they already kind of know what they have an idea of what they would like to do. So for example, the groom may already know, I want a destination bachelor party, you know, so now in the back of our heads, we should already be thinking like, okay, we're talking about traveling. We're looking at maybe flights, you know, we're going to, you know, just those type of things should start to go off in their head. And from there, I encourage them to start setting monies aside. Um, usually these conversations should happen. I would definitely encourage, you know, no less than a year. Some people, it could be a little sooner, but I would just say no less than a year because I give us at least a year to kind of begin to put, you know, money to the side to kind of go toward our participation, right? So from there, I just think that and believe that once they've made that commitment, then it's now, okay, help me to understand what exactly my role is, right? So I've agreed, I, I, I hear the expectation of the couple. And now I want to, I've opted to be a part. So now what is it that I'm supposed to do? And so that's where the whole alignment of the wedding party's expectations versus the couples kind of come into play. And really having it outlined, like, okay, my expectation is that all of my people are in the same color. So, you know, girlfriend who likes to do her own thing, the, you know, groomsman who likes to stand out and, you know, be super GQ. No time for that. It's, it's no time. This isn't that. <laughs> this is what I want. So really having a clearance. And do you understand? Re actually repeat to me what I've just said to you. Because <laughs> then that way I know you didn't misinterpret. <laughs> <laughs> You did, you know, misunderstand. So right. yeah, let, let's, and it's a dialogue, right? It's not just me coaching or me saying, oh, this is what it is. It's going to be a dialogue because I need to know what you're hearing and make sure that those two things meet of what I'm expecting and what you're hearing and understanding. Um, and then I would then, you know, just go from there and just share about timelines, you know, so that aligns with the expectations as well, because, Again, if I'm the bride, I want my gown, my girls to have their gowns by a certain time. Gentlemen, you need to be fitted for a tux by a certain time. So now the expectations is laid out in a way that there are time benchmarks like you have to meet. And the moment you miss one, for me, you're done. Because if you miss one, that means you're not gonna you're not gonna make the other one. You go, you're, you're behind, actually. So there's <laughs> there's no makeup, there's none of that. Like Okay. You are done that. And you, and I hate that it has to be this way for yeah. wedding parties, but it just, it cuts out so much stress at the end. That's the thing. It's in, I've seen friendships literally. And I think um, we alluded to this at some point earlier, like I've seen friendships go to shreds because people did not comply, you know? And so expectations have to be communicated. You have to agree to it and, and stay on the deadlines. If you miss deadlines, that's it. You'll get an invite to the wedding. That's about it. But and, and to the festivities, you can come to that, but you won't you won't stand. You can't. Yeah, it's not gonna work. So I have a follow-up to that. Okay. Would you, if you had to demote somebody, would you try to replace them or would you just kind of let it just be? Yeah. So I'ma say I'm personally, I'm done. Mm -hmm. Now I have seen um <laughs> I've seen couples try to replace because they are so fixated on a number like, oh, I need an equal number. No, you don't. We can make it work. You know, that's what your your wedding coordinator should definitely when it comes to that um, wedding rehearsal, making sure that things 
are looking aesthetically correct, you know, when you're standing, et cetera, or how to get down the aisle or whatever. That's when that comes into play. But no, you don't need an equal number. You can be super creative. So no, we're not replacing anyone. I don't recommend replacing anyone, especially if you're talking about someone doesn't comply in the ninth hour. Like, so now you're talking about trying to replace, find a dress, which is probably going to be almost impossible because you have to get the gowns, you know, so far out in advance. So yeah, no, no, no. Once you, you're out, (laughs) that's it. And I always think like, I'll see these TikToks and stuff, or like I'll see on Instagram or whatever, where somebody replaced somebody for whatever reason, like a thousand different reasons. And I always think to myself, like, if I was the replacement person, I'd be like, you ain't want me in here to begin with. Exactly. You know, like, <laughs> so especially if it's like a big party, it'd be one thing if it's like, oh, it was a small party and, you know, like maybe it was three <laughs> or four and then you just swap somebody else. Like, oh, OK, I could kind of understand that. But you got like nine different broads here yeah. and like. I was what number 12, 13? <laughs> like I wasn't in the the top tier. Exactly. When these yeah. girls fell out. So yeah. <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, I asked this person for a reason. Right. Absolutely. So, like, what makes you think I have other people just in my back pocket? Mm-hmm. Just waiting. <laughs> just you got waiting. Your <laughs> no. Exactly. No. Everyone that I asked, and I had to fight for mine. I had to fight for mine because my fiance was like, absolutely not. We're not having that many people. But mm-hmm. I fought and I and and I won. But <laughs> <laughs> so what does that look like? So they can't be replaced. I mean, if I mean if they didn't right. say yay or nay, because I actually had nine, but then one actually told me no, and I respected her no, and so mm, yeah, and so we dropped down to eight. But I'm not going to replace her because I asked her for a reason. Yeah. You know? So yeah. right. And that's important, too. I would just want to just put a little emphasis on it. Like, it's okay if you ask a bridesmaid or a groomsman and they respectfully and gracefully decline. Like, it's okay, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I I hope that brides that are that may be listening or grooms, whomever, that it's okay if these people decline. It's really saving you a headache. It, it, I don't believe they're any less of a friend, you know, anything like that, but they really may understand that they cannot commit to whatever's being asked at that particular time for whatever reason. And so it is, it is okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't think it's the end of the world and respect that because I guarantee you, you'd rather take the disappointment up front than get to your day of, and they do a complete fool. Like from acting crazy to like not having what they're supposed to have or being where they're supposed to be like yes it can be a disaster so please take that as a blessing in disguise and make sure you still invite them though that's important at least oh yeah oh oh, yeah oh yeah (laughs) oh no like I didn't feel any type of way at all I was like well thank you so much for being honest with me because some people will beat around the bush yep you know and like and, and like just stop answering your text messages or stop answering your calls until you just get the picture yeah and now that I don't yeah. like I don't quite respect at all but no but I mean hey I respect you even more for telling me up front absolutely no, I can't absolutely. do it right now it's not in my budget and but I will still be there and I will love you mm-hmm. no matter what so you know please Please now, just do it up front. If they RSVP, 
and they don't show. That's a different thing. Oh, that's <laughs> don't, get me started. <laughs> don't get me started. Don't get me started. <laughs> All right, so we'll move right along. <laughs> we'll move right along. Yes, yes, I do. Because then I'll feel some type of way, you know. Yeah. You didn't want to be a part and you didn't show. And you had the audacity to RSVP. Yeah. It's and you had the audacity to ask for plus one. Thank you. Yes. I you was were. about to say it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but we're not talking Ooh. about anyone. <laughs> I've seen it all though. That it it doesn't surprise me. I've seen it oh, a lot. Gosh. Um, all right. So once the fun is over. What are the responsibilities for the wedding party the day before the wedding? So the day before, it is important that they, one, they understand that everything that they needed to have been done should be done. Um, with the exception of like, you know, makeup or if the guys, you know, are doing some pre, if there's some some photos, et cetera, et cetera. I don't need anyone going to go get hair, nails, pedicures, none of that the day of. All that stuff should definitely be done beforehand because you don't want to run the risk of not being where you need to be at the time you're supposed to be there. So that's that's number one. Definitely making sure that all of the prep that you need for yourself as an individual part of the wedding is done with the exception if again, if it's hair that will be happening on site, that's different or and of course, makeup that happens the day up. So. That's one thing. I would also say the day of, it is very important that wedding party participants really understand that they need to be totally attentive and just kind of on high alert. And what I mean by that is, again, anything could potentially come up. And so they have to be ready to kind of respond as much as possible if, if there isn't a designated person for troubleshooting those type of things, but just really trying to be prepared to do whatever may need to be done in order to make sure things run successfully. This is a sidebar because you it, something just stuck out of my head when you talked about the plus ones. So if you're a wedding party participant and you have a plus one, yeah, they too need to understand that you are a part of a wedding. This ain't this isn't the time for you, you know, trying to come and be a be amongst the crowd before the wedding. You know, we're not trying to make this a date, you know, cause it's not that <laughs> all those things I've, I've seen some crazy stuff. I'm trying to tell y'all it's been bananas, but yeah, understand that your plus one just needs to meet you at the venue where the, the wedding is happening, sit and do. Yeah. Just, just sit there. Don't do, don't overplay your part at that point. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling y'all. Yeah. <laughs> it's I've seen a lot. Um, and then also, um, just being ready to like make sure that they are having fun like that. I, I, I sell a wedding party that literally just sat while the reception was happening. Like, I'm like, are you serious? Like, so the DJ, the DJ DJing, he's 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 bringing, you know, the hits, all of that. And the bride and the groom are on the dance floor, some like of the random guests. But majority of the, the wedding party was seated. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh no, y'all need to be on the dance floor. So yes, the day of definitely you need to be really the the hype people, the the entourage, the you know turn up crew and right. all of that. Like all of that needs to happen the day of for sure. And 
um, making sure that I think I mentioned this earlier, but I'll say it again, making sure I'm kind of going back here, I'm jumping all over the place. But I would say uh, make sure that both the bride and groom have at least had something to eat, you know, uh, making sure that they have water, you know, just little things like that to kind of like keep them nourished because you don't want them to get to the wedding and pass out because they're malnourished and it's so much excitement and, you know, all of that happening. So those are definitely some of the the key things that I would highlight is important the day of for wedding party participants. <laughs> you were like, you hit that nail. <laughs> Which part? <laughs> all of it. <laughs> it's true. I can't imagine though. Ugh. The bridal party sitting down? Just sitting. I mean, like, like, even if the DJ isn't good, like, you gotta, you're, you should be hyped for your friends. Yeah. Or tell married. the DJ, no, play this song. Maybe Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, and you then, know, you know what makes her, you know her, like, her song. So. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But then, if you don't know how to dance, we all know how to do um we can swag surf we can swag surf we can do the cha-cha slide electric yeah. slide we can do electric slide yes yes those are like all of those know. and those are the ones that like get the people out on the dance yeah, floor too exactly exactly yes yes, yes and yes but not and honestly <laughs> even if you could not do any of that right just being there you know again you don't have to dance, you know, super fancy or anything, but maybe it's just you taking your phone out and you're recording your friend. And so it's kind of like, okay, we're in the moment, we're having fun, et cetera. Like do something, not just sit there and look crazy. Cause it, yeah. And whew, it, Charlie was one person's maid of honor. I'm, I'm going to just say that. And I was in total disbelief. I cannot believe the maid of honor just sat there and did nothing. <sighs> It, it was mind-boggling. I, I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. Unless she's like, they're just stiff all together. I, I don't understand. I don't. I'm going to go with a hard no. I don't think that was the case. I mm. think that. Um, she was a hater. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> That's what I don't it know. Like. I'm not going to go that far. That's but what I will like. say <laughs> is that. I believe there could have been some personal issues happening um, that may if may have impacted her ability to be her full like fully you know, present and there. Yeah. yeah. And I get, okay. unless this is where I have a, just a tad bit of concern because I, I have grace. I have I'm very understanding, yeah. empathetic, all those things. Mm-hmm. But if it wasn't something that was like near death <laughs> for someone. I really don't care what it was like put you, it aside you should have set it aside for this reception period and been there because your issue I'm sure still presented itself once the reception was over like yeah just sitting there and being yeah. miserable doesn't change exactly. anything exactly so and you can at least be selfish. happy for your friend yeah. It, was yeah it was very selfish and that bugs me selfish people during this time is it, it grinds my gears I get it. Because, you know, you can never get that time back. You, you know? can't. So. And it sets a, a tone, in my opinion, of, like, everything else. So, it say does. if this is a couple that, like, didn't have kids together. Or, and, you know, or, 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 like, maybe they have a kid later down the line. It's like, do you want to now invite that person to share in those <laughs> moments with you? That's true. Because this is how y'all acted 
for this moment, mm-hmm. you know, it, are you going to keep that same energy at the baby shower or yeah. like at anything else? Like when the baby's actually here, you know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, and that's important. Um, and that's true. And I think that, I think we talked about this earlier too, but I'll just say, mm-hmm. you know, these moments really expose people and, you know, yeah, it just really, it, it, it can impact how friendships continue or don't continue <laughs> after that moment because that very thing. So I, I'm not sure the nature of their relationship now. Um, I'll be curious to kind of know what that looks like, but if it was me, <laughs> Yeah, it 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 would be pretty non-existent. <laughs> <laughs> it would be pretty non-existent. I feel you. Yeah. Same. I'm I'm and I only say that because I'm too much of a person who supports everyone else and mm. your day and you know celebrating yeah. you and the one day that it's about me and my yeah. happiness and you sat there and you're supposed to be the one standing closest to me. Right. Yeah, there's there's really nothing you could say. And it's like this person knows how long it took you to actually get to this point. Yes. Right. Yeah. You know? So it's yes. like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So those are just, you know, some of the the day of things which are very crucial, right? Um, and I think it was said early, like it's the wedding party sets the tone, you know, for for the big day and you know the days to come ultimately because like you said now do I really want to have this person around for you know children or vow renewals or whatever other happy you know moments in my life so very true so what would you say the wedding party needs to do after the wedding is over or is there anything for them to do so I <laughs> I chuckle because I've been with wedding parties who, you know, we've been in communications, you know, for over a year or so leading up to the big day. And then like after that, it's kind of like, oh, man, I kind of missed them, you know, because we were just so engaged with talking to one another on a consistent basis for plannings and things of that sort. And so um, one thing I would strongly encourage is, you know, because you've built this bond ultimately with this group of people. And I'm not saying it's a must. But it just it's always good for couples to see that their people are still kind of like in communications, even if it's just because you feel in a group chat it's like, hey, just checking in, hope all is well, et cetera. I would encourage that because that, to me, that also shows the 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 couple that, you know, the people that they that stood closest to them um, are still yet celebrating them and definitely still in connection um, because of their um, wedding. And then, um, so that's just something more on a relational stance, but in terms of task itself, I'm going to say this, and I hope that if there are any grooms out there that are listening (laughs) or brides who have (laughs) a a husband to be in the, you know, the grooms, please make sure you return your tux. I have not, I have not seen one wedding party that have followed directions to see. And when I say return your tux, meaning making sure that the groom tux gets back because most of the time they're the, oh, the couple, gosh. they're off getting ready to do honeymoon stuff. They're, they're not thinking about no tux. I need the best man grooms and somebody make sure the tux are returned. Make sure you have all the pieces. We, we can't leave a, a sock. <laughs> we can't leave the, the shirt <laughs> and just return 
you know, a, a, a suit jacket and a, the, the slacks. So in, we need both shoes. We have to make sure that all the things are returned after the wedding. I have seen people lose deposits. Just all type of stuff has happened because of that very notion. And it was a great party. It was a great reception. They had a blast. But they obviously, were- if they lose in st- <laughs> items of the, uh, of the clothing. <laughs> right. Obviously. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes, but definitely making sure that, you know, those are returned. Um, other things definitely include making sure if there are any like cleanup or final anything that needs to happen. I know a lot of times there are decor there's decor that probably needs to be taken down pictures etc so making sure those type of things are kind of like box if their decor person isn't the person breaking things down but taking that and making sure that the the bride and the groom or the couple isn't stuck with lugging things you know to their room or just putting in their car etc so really making sure that everything is 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 cleared good to go some i'll i'll say this some not all some people would love to have people who are ready to respond financially in any situation after the fact. So what do I mean by that? I've seen where there was maybe a balance that was kind of due at the end of the day for some reason, um, whether it was a DJ, I've seen it. There's been some decor people. Don't ask me why balances were due and not paid before the day of, but that's been, that has happened and they needed cash. So I would also just encourage, I'm just giving you an example these are just examples <laughs> um, of maybe someone, maybe that best man or maybe the maid of honor matron can kind of have a couple of bucks on them just in case of any like financial emergencies where cash needs to kind of be dished out. And I would trust that the bride and groom would make sure that they get their money back if that wasn't something that they had already agreed to, you know, paying, you know, for or covering. So, yeah, I I'm, I'm telling you what I've seen, but and these are just things that I would encourage to just keep in mind. Again, we want to make sure the day is seamless. It's not chaotic. It's stress-free for the couple. And sometimes money is needed to ensure that. (laughs) That makes a lot of sense. Ooh. I didn't realize people were still taking like payments on the day of, but I mean, I guess, I mean. Some vendors do though. Yeah. Some vendors. That's just too much. Or, or sometimes they may ask for it like the day or so before, but like, you know. Yeah. Some vendors, one in particular was like um, a photographer mm-hmm. did want the final payment to be in cash the day of. And the receipt, you know, all that stuff was issued, et cetera. But um, I don't really know mm-hmm. why they're why that's their preference um but this is some it's not many but like I said it's just a tip that I always recommend to just have mm-hmm. some cash the day of just in case of yeah. those type of emergency interesting okay so what about the couple what should they do to the wedding party afterwards or for yeah so it's always it's always pleasant to in, to make sure that it I mean it's a good gesture and it's a pleasant feeling and I'm speaking from having coached wedding parties as well as been a part of wedding parties um to just you know have that couple to kind of circle back and say thanks for making my day you know a success um so that's that's huge and and thank yous go a long way um for many I would also encourage them to um to definitely like just keep in contact with them um 
and I would hope that they would. <laughs> but in some cases, you know, you're you're just you're newly married, right? You're enjoying your your spouse now. And so before you know it, three, four months can go by and you have not really caught up with with your people, you know, the, your your entourage. So just definitely doing that to kind of just continue to say thank you and then definitely show that our friendship is still going to continue to grow. And yeah, we'll we'll still be cool. You know, all of that. Other things that I would encourage um, them to do if they had not done this at the wedding rehearsal. I know sometimes I see at the wedding rehearsal, they'll give their wedding party like a small token of appreciation. So um, if they didn't do it, then they should definitely do it after the wedding just to show a little a little love, you know, uh, intangible. And I, I'm the type of person too, that I love like things that remind me of different points of my life. And so I would keep it I'm like, Oh, I remember when I was a part of the wedding or all that. So some people like that. And it's a good way just to kind of express appreciation for their, their time and their talent and their, and their treasure ultimately um, for, as they contributed to their big day. So yeah, those are um, just some of the things I would definitely recommend. All right. That was it. I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> and I think that was a lot. <laughs> it was. It really was. Yeah, it re- yeah, it was. <laughs> you gave yeah. us so much. You yeah, gave it- us a lot. Yeah. And I think, you know, these are just again some of the many. Um it's again if time permitted could definitely go through the whole gambit, <laughs> but that's definitely something that is shared during a training session and um yeah, kind of one-on-one consultations with clients mm-hmm. to really help them to understand, you know, those things. and definitely tools, right? Because you also need things to kind of keep you on time and all that. So it's a, it's, it's a lot, but it's, it's so worth it. It is so worth it. And I, I hope that, you know, bride or groom that's listening, that they really understand that having people around you that is going to commit to meeting your expectations is a, is a clear sign of who should really just be there, period, you know, and it's, it's, it's a hard reality that you have to face. But again, it's something that you really need to um, find out now versus later, because nothing is more disappointing than you getting, you know, a, a mm-hmm. month before, two weeks before day of, and, and seeing the, the true colors of these individuals who, did not meet expectations from day one or did not want to commit to expectations um, at day one. Very good point. Very, very good point. We've, I don't think it could be stressed enough because, you know, what you think in the reality, two different things. And you can get really excited about the moment and what it, what you think it represents because of Mm -hmm. what you've seen but there's just so much real work that has to take place. And there's a lot of like physical and emotional, sometimes spiritual. Like Absolutely. Oh, I didn't go on that. a spiritual piece. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tap into that. <laughs> but but yes, I mean, yes. Yeah. And yes. <laughs> so, I mean, to have, make sure that you have those right people mm-hmm. with you through all of this is so so important. And I don't think we've had an episode prior to this that has really stressed on the work that is required. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot. It's a lot. It is. Um, 
And I don't think it's unrealistic either because I've, I've talked to people before and I'm like, well, does it take all that? You know, but yeah, if that's what the couple wants, it does. And probably mm-hmm. a little bit more. The, the, the question I always throw out there to individuals that, you know, if you don't believe that it takes all that, what is it that you would want? That would be too much to someone else too. So it's, it's it really just depends on what your preferences are and who am I to say your preferences are too much. You know, so either you can deliver or you can't. And if you can't, it's okay. Again, it's really okay. <laughs> you can get an invite to the wedding and that'll be, you know, that extent. And I was going to say something you said triggered a thought. Like I, I've talked to brides after their their wedding and I've heard them share like, if I would have known, if I would have known then what I know now, some people would have not stood in my wedding. So some people made it through yeah. the cracks, you know, because they just did not take the necessary steps to kind of remove them, you know, mm-hmm. when they saw the red flags <laughs> and still kept them. And yeah, they said, I would have not had that person in my wedding. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't have done it, you know? So there are lessons that are even learned along the way, um, and people, you know, you don't want to say you had any regrets the day of your your wedding, but unfortunately, you do. So face the reality now, <laughs> cut the fat now, cut the losses now, and 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 move forward and and have the best day you could imagine. Because again, the people around you are committed to ensuring that it's going to be just that. That was the perfect way to end that. Uh huh. It, it really, really was. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Vendor shout outs. <laughs> now we're going to move into the wedding vendor love. Alexis, who would you like to shout out today? Okay. Um, I want to shout out Nikki Rouge. She is an amazing artist. She definitely is the go-to for all things bridal when it comes to makeup. Her her team are amazing. She's expanding her team. So she's doing some other things aside from makeup. So definitely shout out to Nikki Rouge Bridal Company. So the event Shop Shy Wedding Planners, Jennifer Price. We love Um, Jennifer. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And so I definitely want to shout them out for all things wedding planning. Um, And yeah, those are two, two vendors I would definitely love to highlight and know that they do amazing work. Awesome. Yes. I believe we're following Nikki as well I um and I think it's like a mutual follow so mm-hmm. love her we definitely love Jennifer we've had her on the show twice mm-hmm. um just great <laughs> just great all around like we love her so much um, <laughs> yeah, she's awesome yes love that love that Ashley who would you like to shout out this week So the vendor I would like to shout out is actually a different type of vendor from maybe the standard vendors you're used to, sort of, kind of. I want to shout out Jelana. Um, She is a DIY bride who created a gift and apparel and printable kind of shop. So if you're looking for like cute teas or cute kind of like decor and signage and little things like that for your wedding or bridal shower, things like that. Um, Look at Blue Room Bride. 
So her website is, or her Instagram rather, is Blue Room Bride. Um, but you can also find her on Etsy. She has a YouTube channel. She got everything, child. Amazon, Sticker Mule, she's all over. But basically, she makes like really, really cute stuff. Oh my gosh. I saw, because she is a fellow Falcons fan, such as myself, she had on this cute little shirt where she basically spelled out, you know, wife and like her last name in like the Falcons like font and things like that. And it was just very, very cute. So I was like, can you make me one? So she did. But she was like, she's really, really understanding down to earth and she is talented. So why not? So if you're looking for something kind of custom and unique as well, go to Blue Room Bride. Who are you shouting out, Tania? Yes. So this week I am shouting out Lysandra's Beauty. She is based out of the UK. She is a hairstylist, but then also she makes bridal robes. And when I tell you these bridal robes, like if you want to stunt, then this is who you need to go to. If you want to be that girl, this is who you need to go to. You can find her on Instagram at Lysandra and that's spelled L-E-S-S-A-N-D-R-A-S beauty. And that's spelled B-E-A-U-T-Y. You can also find her on lasandrasbeauty.com. If I'm not mistaken, I think she's on Facebook and everything, but definitely look her up on Instagram and look her up on her website. As I said before, she also um, is a bridal hairstylist. And so she got you. She knows how to do the natural girl's hair. She knows how to do the relaxed girl's hair. You know, you can actually get some inspiration from her if you are not in the UK. So definitely look her up. She got the game on lock. Good stuff. Well, Alexis, thank you again for coming on. Would you like to uh, let the people know where they can find you if they want to book your wedding party coaching services or anything else that you have going on? Absolutely. So I can be reached um, at a part of the party. I, it's both of my Instagram and my Facebook handles. So that's a part of the party. And then, or my website, which is www.partoftheparty.com. And yeah, I would love to hear from you. Again, I'm here to serve. Ultimately, I understand the importance of having someone there to kind of help coach your team. Because again, everyone don't understand the assignment. And it's not that they don't want to not understand, but they just don't know what to do. So definitely would love to to help in any capacity. Um, I love love. (laughs) So definitely want to make sure that it's the most memorable experience for for couples. And that is it. Perfect. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again for coming on and chatting with us. We're pretty sure our Hubus are going to get so much from this conversation. So Thank you again. They will. Thank you both. I've had a blast. (laughs) No problem. Yes. If you ever wanted to find anyone that has ever been shouted out on this show and all 300 plus wedding vendors that have been shouted out, which is a wild to even think of, but you will be able to find them on find.huidu.com. So if you 
don't remember what we said, or you're listening to an episode later and you want to look that person up, or maybe you don't remember how to spell their name or what have you, you can always go there and easily find them. So just a little mental note, but Tania, where can people find us? You can find us on whoido.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok, and you can find Ashley at Demi Tosh on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me at Bell Story on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you again. We'll be back. See y'all next week.